Hi, guys. Welcome back to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I'm here with Sarah Huron. Hey, hey. Travis Cronin. That is I. Gwen Flamberg. Oh, hello. And I'm your host, Brody Brown. We're here once again to give you all the hottest news of the week. We've got splits, restraining orders. Uh, we've got pregnancies. We've got reconciliations, new couplings, same-sex races to the altar, and a <laughs> whole lot more. Before we get to that news, we are going to set our intentions. Again, these are not intentions for us. No, sir, no, ma'am. These are intentions for the celebrities. We want them to start doing these things, stop doing them. Travis Cronin, please kick it off. Uh, mine's for Kaya Gerber. Oh. Just stay oh. away, girl, and oh. don't date that guy when you're young. Who That's is that terrible. Guy, I call it the DJ phase, mm. when you date a DJ or a club promoter when you're like 19, 20, and you just date the wrong man. Pete Davidson is that wrong oh, man. But he's he not a club, club promoter. He might as well be, Sarah. Oh, he, In another he life looks, he has. He or like stand-up comedians. Yes. Okay. He looks like like a like like a vampire, but sexy vampire. I find him sort very of like attractive. a sexy vampire, him, but he's very successful. We can all fix him. Travis, that was too personal, too real. Yep, Thank we can you all for fix reminding him. me. Yep. Sarah Heron, who's your intention for? My intention is for Camille Donatachi Grammer, mm. who casually <laughs> dropped on Twitter that she is going to start filming Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season 10. Um, after claiming that she was not allowed to film because Kyle kicked her off the show, which Kyle denied. Messy, messy, like Camille. Um, and I just want her to bring it. You know, she they're clearly pulling her in because they need a little little drama. We've heard, I've heard, that they're all getting along a little too well. And we need Camille to spice it up. So do your thing, girl. But don't be, I just need her to be smart about it. Not be so problematic and messy, you mean? Well, yeah, like she just needs to be strategic and be smart and try to win the audience back over and not make it be like an obvious ploy that like they're bringing her in just to start drama. Yeah, probably when she leaned into her whole Brett Kavanaugh thing, she sort of alienated a lot. Of <laughs> when she compared herself to Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, basically, yeah that yeah. was a lot. But, you know, I'm, I'm here for it. Gwen, who's your intention for? My intention is serious, you guys. Oh. It's for Catherine Deneuve. Oh. Icon. Oh, yeah. A French absolutely. film. Yeah. An all film, really. Had a stroke today in Paris, but my intention is for her to get well, soon. I like that. It's very positive. Yeah. Thank you, Quinn. Yeah. My intention is for all of the closeted lesbians out there who are in oh. relationships with celebrities. Because <laughs> if you've been reading a little bit, Robin Crawford, Whitney Houston's longtime friend, former mm -hmm. confidant, uh, one time lover, uh, has a new book coming out, a new song for you, My Life with Whitney Houston. And she talks about their relationship, how Whitney ended their sexual romantic relationship as soon as she signed with Clive. Um, I love this. People have been waiting for her to break her silence. And I want more people like this to come forward and talk about it. I know it's a little bit messy, but now let's power through some news. Speaking of messiness, oh my gosh, you guys, Chrissy Teigen's parents are getting divorced. It makes me very sad. What? They seem so normal. But they, do they? Because the mom always lived with Chrissy and John, and I, I never really knew much about her dad. You are correct, Sarah. As Chrissy exclusively told us last year, their mom lived with them. She said, our mom lives with us. My mom lives with us. And then everybody is like, where's your dad? And she said, he comes by every day. They're married. It just works for them. It's a good family life. We're all very close, very tight-knit. Well, he filed citing irreconcilable differences that it's been about three years I'm sad for Chrissy. Yeah, and he has a tattoo sad. of her, of the mom. No, he has a tattoo of Chrissy. I think that's creepy. Well, it's still I her dad. Yeah, it's like a huge portrait. That's uh, that's like Joe Simpson territory. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> well, uh, did you guys get a chance to check out Cravings? It's, it's cool. Love, it's so cool. It crashed. It, it's so cool. It crashed. So many people oh, the are website. on. Yeah, Chrissy's new website for her cookbooks. She has all these recommendations. Mm -hmm. Getting all this flack for the re reckon 
restaurants she's recommending. Because people are like, that's not the best restaurant in LA because people have an opinion about everything. <laughs> she has but great, like, varied stuff, too. It's really interesting because she has, like, all types of food. I love her stuff. Too. And I just love her sense of humor and her whole vibe. I do, too. Mm. Let's move on. Janelle Evans. Mm. Shocker. I'm well. so shook. Are you why? <laughs> I never thought Janelle would ever leave David. I wanted her to, but I honestly never thought she would. Well, that is the news. Janelle Evans revealed on Instagram that she has left David. She said she's looking at her life differently. She knows she needs to make changes. She's starting that now. She's moved away from David with the kids. Travis, were you shocked? Your BFF, David and Janelle. You know, there was Romeo and Juliet, and there was <laughs> David and Janelle. And, you know, you, these are just uh, love stories for the ages. And But no, I was not shocked. They are so crazy. And, you know, I've personally done me dirty, and I hope they'll both be okay. Uh, well, like I don't know if I ever actually set this intention, but I oh, did on. want to set an intention for her to leave him. So maybe I <laughs> yeah. telepathically send that. Well, I think I, th I might have set one once too. You know, I think the world set that intention for them because everyone was saying, Janelle, leave him after uh, he shot and killed her dog, Terrible. Nugget. Uh, R.I.P. Nugget. And then remember that weird thing she backtracked and was like, he didn't kill the dog. And oh, then she denied him. backtracking. Right. Yeah. Very confusing. But then, you know, he's called her stupid like every gentleman does after a split on <laughs> social media. And he's talking about taking off his ring. And then she filed a restraining order. Sarah, what were the highlights from that restraining order? Because oh, it's, it's a good. whole laundry list of it's, that. It's a doozy. And um, she, you know, talks about how she has taken the children to Nashville and is hoping that David won't find her, but she's worried that he will. So that's why she filed this order. And she said his history of violence, his recent threats, his erratic behavior, and large stockpile of weapons. I'm scared for my life and my child's well-being. I'm ready to leave him. And she has a whole timeline here of the abuse that she claims started in December of 2017, three months after they got married. He became angry at her. He grabbed and squeezed her arm, causing a bruise. Um, a few months later, he got angry and, quote, destroyed their master bedroom. He tore up shelves, broke her prescription glasses, smashed her hair straightener, destroyed a glass vase in her bedroom. Then we had the incident that, of course, was on Teen Mom and made headlines when she called 911 because he allegedly pushed her. And then she called that a um, drunk misunderstanding, but Correct. she, like, hurt her collarbone. Yeah. Um, it feels like she was covering up for him a lot over these years. And, yes. it, and basically what it looks like from these documents is that there were all these incidents over a number of years— and now she's bringing them all out because Which, she has the courage to This is out. just an interesting one. In February of 2019, he became angry at her again and said, quote, I'm going to break everything in this mother effer, gesturing at the house. <laughs> and two days later, he said, you can die for all I care. You're a piece of shit. Biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. And then she decided to leave for a business trip and didn't tell him where she was going, made child arrangement for the kids. And then once he sent her a threatening text thing accusing her of cheating, she decided that she was not going to come back. And he said, and I quote, this is your boyfriend. I'm going to break his neck and feed you his head. That was my that, favorite the line. The cannibalism is a really unique <laughs> force to the story and of said, abuse. my mm -hmm. goal in life is to make you regret leaving me like this. She has denied having a boyfriend. He has denied abuse in the past. Now it's in the judge's hands. Dude, we've all seen this Lifetime movie and it does not end well. I'm glad she got this restraining order. Yeah. No, I, I think it was a long time coming and it's good for her. It's unfortunate so much had to happen for this to happen. Her dog had to be shot. She had oh. to be subjected to abuse. Mm -hmm. The children had to see this. She was fired from Teen Mom on MTV. Mm -hmm. She was on Teen Mom too. But now maybe this is a change in the right direction. I, just, I want to revisit their wedding for a second. Do oh, we remember who on. catered it and what was asked to be brought? Oh, it was catered me. by the Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, and really? they asked all their guests guests to bring swimsuits. <laughs> <laughs> That's just they my got favorite. married in September in North Carolina. Sometimes yes, you need to cool down. Yes, they did. like Saturday goals for yeah, me. I know. I mean, and I'm not mad that they had like a whole thing of breadsticks there at the wedding. It's a good move. We need a brief moment of silence, Molly and Liam. 
Miley Cyrus, Liam Hemsworth have officially unfollowed each other on That's Instagram. That's breaking up. That's divorcing mm-hmm. in 2019. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, and it's about damn time because they've clearly both moved on. He's on with that young 20-something Australian gal, Madison. Madison with two Ds. Madison yes. with two Ds. And he, Dynasty star. And she is off with Cody Simpson, who is sober but stoned. Yeah. Uh, that was very confusing yep. Instagram. A lot of people and sober he and went stoned. to her brother's wedding with her. Yes, mm. very serious. Very Tyler going to Gigi Hadid's funeral, funeral. grandma's funeral. <laughs> People are moving fast these days, you guys. Uh, well, and they he did it right after they were posting like the really makeouty yeah. dancing stuff that they took for Halloween and mm-hmm. at her little brother's wedding, which was hard for all of us to watch. It was hard to watch. <laughs> You're right, it made for a very frightening Halloween. In more millennial IG news, <laughs> Selena Gomez, the princess of kindness, is now following <laughs> Bella Hadid after she stabbed her in the back and dated on the weekend. No, no, no. Let Selena sing it, dear. Um, dear. Well, if you remember. <laughs> Selena and Bella unfollowed each other in 2017 when Selena started dating the weekend. Oh. Now Bella's no longer dating the weekend. The man is no longer between them. They can perhaps be sisters. Let's see if Bella follows. Selena yeah, back. as of this recording, um, Bella has not <laughs> returned to the follow. No like for like, but we'll see. Mm. Uh, an exciting Us exclusive, Reba McIntyre back <laughs> on the market. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. She told us that she and her boyfriend Skeeter broke up in May. Um, she said to us exclusively, unfortunately, we will not be spending the holidays together. But we still talk and we're friends. We just decide to go their separate ways. Skeeter. Gwen, who should a woman like Reba date? Oh. I, knew, hmm. I thought you'd be good at this. Travis, do you have any ideas? We can come no, back to Gwen. I want to be like a male housekeeper or like oh. landscaper. I want to be like a hot, rough and tumble guy with calluses. You know, there's a lot of young country male musicians and they all kind of sound the same. So I'm not really sure like who's single and who's married to like a bachelor contestant. But whoever is single, I think they should date Reba. I think Reba needs a younger man. All right. Here's the deal. Okay, come Ron on. Perlman. Oh. He filed for divorce yesterday. Yes. He did. And he has this young girlfriend, allegedly. Yes, Allison. But you know what? We know that he likes redheads, or at least his character did on Sons of Anarchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gwen, very informed. Reba <laughs> kind of looks like Gemma Teller. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Ah. I, d- I, I like that. I like that was actually a, an informed, inspired choice. But I also like your idea of setting her up with a younger man. Oh, God. Travis, can you give us oh. on this day in pop culture history? You're going to like this We one need a palate cleanser on. so yes. we can move on to some happier You know, news. when I was doing my exhaustive research for this, I was so happy to uncover that the same celebrity had two things happen on this day. Oh. <laughs> in 2005, this was the day that Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey announced their separation. Oh, no. my Wait, God. They broke up? Yeah, oh, <laughs> they broke up right after the single Where You Are, the duet. Um, so they announced their separation. And then in 2007... Tony Robo broke up with Jessica Simpson. And then, but again, you know, he broke up with her on her birthday. So this was when it was like announced and they were sort of getting back together. And then he actually like dumped her via text on her birthday. Scorpio season is really hard for Jessica Simpson. It does not go well for her. A day of heartbreak. It's a day of heartbreak for Jessica. Jessica Yeah, but you know, she's a billionaire too. And um, (laughs) in, in 2006, which I left off, it was like where her company was like start like hitting that like millions of dollars like coming in from the original Kohl's. Love it. Get that check. Mama. And now she's a billionaire and she has all those adorable children. All yeah. of them. Oh, she shared the cutest shoes. picture of Birdie. On I mean, Instagram. Birdie is so cute. Uh, guys, this is also startling news. Richard <laughs> Keir and his wife mm-hmm. um, oh, are God. expecting. Oh, yes, my dear. Yeah. Um, Richard Gere and Alejandra, she is pregnant again nine months after giving birth to Irish their first twins. child together. I think that's what one calls them. He yeah. is 70. Yeah. 
And she is 36. But he's like a real sexy 70. Okay. That's true. Not my thing, but okay, I, I support that. I just, um, you know, this child may not know this 70-year-old man for very long. <laughs> oh my God, that was so bleak. He's going to be 86 so. when this kid graduates high school. That is... You graduate high school at 16 no, or 18? Uh, if you're a genius, <laughs> like yeah. Travis Cronin, maybe he'll be 88. I'm assuming this child is going to skip two grades, Sarah. Happens to the best of us. <laughs> you does. know... He is 70 and she's 36, so I'm a little underwhelmed by the 34-year age difference. If you'll recall, we spoke about it last week. Peter Cook and his fiance. there was a 39-year age mm-hmm. difference. Gwen, would you rather be 21 and engaged to a 6-year-old man or 34 and having your second baby with—or 36 and having your second baby with a 7-year-old? I would like to be 36 and having my second baby with Richard Gere. Oh, <laughs> yes. Travis, what about you? Oh, absolutely. And when he dies, you get all the money. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You're still a nice and little life for Sarah, what about you? I mean, I guess that's true, but I'd kind of rather be 21. Oh, my gosh. Me too. It's short-term girl yeah. goals and do it for the gram. Right. And, like, get that money. <laughs> maybe have the baby in a year or two. And then— Get rid of him. And I think Peter Cook's probably more loaded than Richard Gere. Richard Gere has the name. No, I think he lost a bunch of it. Oh, okay. Well, she still has a giant ring, so he didn't lose that. Yeah. Totally. We got to get back to the bleakness. Hayden Panettiere, girl, Mm. what are you doing? She's back with her allegedly violent boyfriend, Brian Hickerson. Photos of the two of them popped up at an airport this week. We've heard from a source close to Brian that Brian's family is extremely concerned for his safety when he's with Hayden. They are terrified that Brian will once again find himself accused of domestic violence. Hayden and Brian are very toxic for each other. Obviously, we know these two became began dating in August 2018 um, and that he was arrested for domestic violence in May after an alleged argument with her. And then he was ordered to stay 100 yards away from her. Those charges, that case was eventually dropped because they couldn't find a material witness to testify. This is very disturbing. Yeah. Travis. She's so short. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Does anyone, feel good? Does anyone feel good about this reconciliation? Super sad. <laughs> and she's always kind of troubled, you know? She's had, she's gone through a lot. A and, lot. you know, as we've reported before, she doesn't get to see her daughter, Kaya, a ton. So they have sad. to keep in touch over the phone. She lives with her dad in the Ukraine. But Hayden's attorney told us that Hayden's family trusts her to make her own decisions and recognizes that Hayden is a strong, intelligent woman who is capable of doing so. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Well, I'll be praying for her. Yeah, yeah. And, right. Um, Someone Kaya, supporting my her. fellow Ukrainian. I don't know if you know this, but I'm Ukrainian. Oh, thank you for coming out to us. I'm You're glad welcome. you feel safe here. Hey, can we play the track for our favorite... <laughs> Uh, imaginary boxing round. What time is it? It's time for Celebrity Birthday Boxing Mania. It's that time again. Okay, let's get the celebrities in their imaginary gloves and into the imaginary ring. Gwen, it is Diddy's birthday on November 4th. He turns 50. It's also wow. Matt McConaughey's birthday. Oh. Turning 50 on November 4th. Who wins? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Oh, perfect. <laughs> and he joined the Graham on his birthday. Travis. Yes, he did. Tara Reid turns 44 on November 8th. <laughs> That's scary. And, and Tara Manning tough. turns 41. Oh, okay, never mind. What? This, sorry, this fight, they would both knock each other First out. First of all, they're friends. I'm going to give you real ones. I'm going to give you real ones. Oh, Re- oh Re- real ones. Re- Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> Rebecca Romaine turns 47 on November 6th. <laughs> And Tilda yeah. Swinton turns 59 on oh, November 5th. Who oh wins? my God, that's really hard. <laughs> it's harder than Tara Reid versus Tara Manning. You know, Tilda I'm Swinton really just glad for that imagery. Out. I really I know, thank you for that. Yeah, Tilda Swinton. I mean, the most badass. She's a husband and a boyfriend.
boyfriend. They all do dinner together. <laughs> You're a man. I love her. Such a built beast. Okay. Tilda has you, powers we don't Sarah, even know about. Sarah here and Kendall Jenner turned 24 on November 3rd. Chris Jenner turned 64 on November 5th. Who wins? Chris. Avi. Avi. Oh, poor Kendall. Um, <laughs> but Lamar would beat them both, who also turned Gwen, 40 today. Gwen <laughs> Matt, Matt McConaughey at 50 versus Chris Jenner. Can you not say 64. McConaughey? No, it's hard. Oh, Chris Jenner. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Oh, Travis. God. Uh-oh. It's Tilda Swinton, 59-year-old Tilda Swinton versus Chris Jenner, 64. Oh, my God. Two icons, Tilda Swinton. Wow. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> She's Happy just, birthday, Tilda Swinton. That's just wrong. Badass. Well, talking about those pugnacious Jenners. Oh. Um, <laughs> they are It was really hard for me to get what out. Was, that word was big this week. I saw it somewhere else. Pugnacious. pugnacious. Yeah. yeah. Um, Drake, I don't know what that means. Drake. <laughs> it was really hard for me. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I said this at the end of the podcast. Now, Drake and Kylie Jenner, we've heard from a source, have been spending romantic time together. I love this story. Why do you love it, Gwen? I just, I like it. Like, I want them to be together. Me too. I want them to stay together. I just, Drake playing with little baby Stormy. Guys, into it. Power couple. She keeps getting her heart broken by rappers. Why are you supporting this? This rapper is sensitive, Brody, yeah. and he's more of an R&B star. And he has a son or a daughter. I don't know which one, but they can son. hang out. There was a Adonis. child. Just say a child. Who cares the about gender? Wow. Adonis. And he's Drake. He's like A-list. And he was on Degrassi. Like, there's nothing better. He's a nice Jewish boy from Canada, and That's his name right. is Aubrey. He's not like the other rappers. Right. This is very true. I find him very attractive. Me too. Sexy. He's the hottest guy ever. And I love his music. And he can mm-hmm. teach Stormy all about everything he learned in those halls of Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Jurassic High. Mm-hmm. And I think he can be like maybe softer and more emotive than Travis yeah. Scott. I mean, oh, definitely. I don't think Kanye's going to love this, but, you know, I don't know what he would love, so. Are we a little sad it appears she's not reconciling with Travis Scott? Yes or no? No. Not you ask us this slightest. every week. No. no. You, haven't, you haven't softened at all? You're not, no. you're not rooting no. for reconciliation? Sorry, no. Jacques Webster. Well, are you rooting for Kristen Stewart, who has revealed that she wants to yes. propose to her girlfriend of a few months and have children with her? Very yeah. clear. Very interesting. I love that Kristen Stewart is so unapologetically who uh, herself. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's not afraid. Yeah, well— she, she just said in an interview she is planning to propose to her girlfriend, Dylan Meyer. I love how she said that in an interview. <laughs> she, she yeah. PSA. Yeah. PSA, hey, don't listen, babe. Us um, weekly prep the post. Yeah. She, <laughs> they, they sparked dating rumors in August. Um, this was after she had broken up with her rekindled girlfriend, Stella Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I really like them together. I yeah, love them too. together. I, I like she. her better with naked Liam Payne in those pictures from Hugo Boss. Oh, those are really beautiful. Those were hot. Mm-hmm. I saw them at a Chanel party once, like, all over like like case do and Stella like in a heavy duty makeout for hours it was slightly uncomfortable but also hot oh, <laughs> very hot that. I well, like that now she's planning to tie the knot with someone she has not been dating that long no Good for her I Crazy. love a Hollywood romance how yeah. cliche and also I love that she brought up the remember 2012 Us Weekly published those pictures of case do oh, with yeah. Rupert Sanders mm-hmm. her Snow White director at the time and she talked about how that was slut shaming. But what? N- not us, the public slut shaming. Oh her. well, what? I, mean, I think he might have been married, and she might have been dating someone else. But you know, not slut shaming. But home wrecking. But people were slut shaming her after, and then she they didn't give her a job in Snow White too. That's right. She did cheat. She did apologize, and now she is getting married to a lady. Maybe. I wonder how Liberty is. Oh, well, probably oh. she's probably great. Who was she dating after that? Someone else. Oh, famous. she was dating someone else famous, and rich. And yeah. she got like a whole lot of money from that cheating scandal. You're welcome, Liberty. Incredible. You're welcome, guys. Guess what it's time for? You're welcome, Liberty. Twenty five things you uh, don't know okay. about All right, me. We have to get Which it this one time. are you going yeah. to choose? Chloe and Lamar. Chloe yes. and Lamar. Yeah. Second chance. The Duggars have to wait again. Okay, this is where <laughs> they've I, been waiting for a while. Brody. This is where I pull an old <laughs> issue of the archives. This one is from November second, two thousand fifteen. 
The cover is Chloe vows to be by Lamar's side as he fights to get well. Why she may take him back for good second chance. It didn't work out. I wish. So I will will read the clues from this 25 Things You Don't Know About Me list and you will try to guess who it is. Sarah, stop trying to look through the paper. She does that every time. You are such a cheater. I'm just saying. What year is it? 2017? got it last time. 2015. 2015. 2015. Scott was going to rehab in 2015. That's right. Oh, and 2016. Oh my God, and Hayden was also in rehab. Oh. Postpartum. Oh, and more Duggars. Okay. (laughs) Double rehab. Number one, I suffer from cold feet. Number two, I wash my hair every three days, and when I get it cut, I have the hairdresser use a ruler to get the right length. Three, Victoria Beckham. Three, I have a Sunday roast every week with five couples in L.A. Four, I'm a World War II buff. Five, I'm a CNN junkie. Mini driver. Number six, one of my most <laughs> nerve-wracking concerts was for Queen Elizabeth II. I looked in her eyes as I sang. Adele. Oh. Ellie Goulding. Is it Adele? No, you're not. I'm sorry. I wish it was Adele. <laughs> Number seven, I get a stress test once a year. Number eight, I have Elton John. Blank children. Oh, I'm happiest when I have a loud, bustling house. Can't read. Number nine. <laughs> Number ten. Despite what who what this person says, I'm not tight. In fact, when I moved, I bought my wife blank a teapot. Number eleven, I prefer what? Robin to- Thick. You no. have to read the clues, No, Brody. I can't read you the clues. It's going to give it away, Sarah. That's number, the point. Number 11, I prefer to record in my house for comfort. Number 12, my favorite studios used to be based on their closeness to a pub. Number 13, my favorite chocolate. Ed Sheeran. Is Cadbury oh, I love Ed Sheeran. Not, not Ed Sheeran. What are English singers? Number 14, <laughs> I had my tonsils out at age 7. Number 15, I once lived with a rat so large I wanted to put a saddle on it. Oh, my. Number 16. Guy Ritchie. I wrote an anthem for the... <laughs> Celtic Football Club. Number 17. Oh. Number 17. In my youth, I was surprisingly lucky with the ladies. My opening line was, what's in your handbag, miss? <laughs> Is it James Corden? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Number 18. My dad was a Scottish football supporter, and I am a huge Celtic fan. Celtic fan? Celt- Celtic. 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 Thank you. Number 19. My manager and I nearly lost our lives when a goose flew into our plane engine after takeoff from Switzerland. We landed safely. Liam Gallagher. No, we landed oh. safely. The other Gallagher, the, the not, brother. So, <laughs> we landed safely amidst the not unpleasant recording on David Beckham of a roast, roast goose Christmas dinner. Number twenty. I ride a stationary bike to get ready before I hit the stage. Number twenty-one. The most important. Mick ho- Jagger. No. Number twenty-one. The most important holiday for me is Father's Day above Christmas. Number twenty-two. I'm a proud. CBE, commander of the most excellent order of the British Empire. Oh my gosh, so it's a fancy number, singer. Number 23, I created the couch game where kids lean backward as hard as they can to turn the couch over. Number 24, <laughs> my son Liam plays professional hockey. It makes me proud seeing our last name on his jersey. Number 25, people think I'm singing about myself in this hit song by the singer, but it's about a bloke. Tom York? Girl, no, meeting a girl in a club. I'll give you the earlier oh, clue. Oh, 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 oh. Number oh. Number number eight was I have eight children. I'm happiest when I have a loud oh, bustling house. Eight no, children. no, that's not who I was. Uh, John Gosling. Number ten. <laughs> <laughs> number nine was I've never laughed harder at a movie than I did at Mr. Hulo's holiday. Number ten, despite what Ronnie Wood says. Keith Richards. No. I guess not. I'm not tight. In fact, when I moved, I bought my wife blank a teapot. You guys give up? Yeah. yeah. I totally forgot to tell you, I had the best prizes for you today. Okay, well, we don't get well, it, but well, what is it? 
It's Rod Stewart. Oh, oh the hair. I would have never gotten that. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Oh, I should have gotten it. I didn't know he had that many okay. kids. I know. Um, yes, and Stewart, know, his father's I Scottish. I know, I know. It's a really good one. Oh, my gosh, you guys. We have a special guest on the podcast today. Not hear him in the flesh, but via the phone. Alexis Bellino from Ooh, Real House exciting. of Jordan County. I loved her so much. She is now on Marriage Boot Camp, not with Jim Bellino, her ex who we saw her on Real Housewives, like duking it out with sometimes. Mm-hmm. She's on Marriage Boot Camp with Aaron Carter, but not with him, <laughs> but with Penelope, her mom. So she's on the phone. We're going to call her up now and ask her all about the season, all about Real Housewives, and all about what's going on in her life. Hi. How's it going? Oh, uh, really well. How are you? Oh, we're great. We're so excited to talk right. to you today and so excited to catch up on everything Marriage Boot Camp with you. <laughs> Yeah, it's it was yeah, it's fun. Let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> what why did you and your mom Penelope go on this season? What was really requiring work between you two? Well, for me, some of it was totally selfish because I had, you know, just had another relationship that failed with my ex and so I wanted to just work on myself and mending any any relationship really that was, you know, in any little turmoil, just because I think that's what you do when you try to become a better person. And so my mom and I definitely suffered from some communication issues from both of our pasts. And it was just time. It was the perfect opportunity for me to, I actually probably shouldn't have done it since I was so, my divorce was only three months new. And so I was in a really, um, I was in a very just fragile state at that point. So you do see a more um, emotional heightened Alexis than would normally have been, um, you know, just because of the divorce. But it was it was the time for my mom and I to just get it, just hash it out. Did you ever consider going on a show like this with Jim or anything like that or did, did not come across your cross your desk? Uh, we had been offered to go on. I was willing to go. Jim was not. So it takes two to, to tango. And so there you have it. Uh, Alexis, we loved seeing you on Real Housewives this year, and you talked about your broken relationship with Jim. Where are where do you two stand today? Um, it's still it's still a little bit rocky here and there, but in, for the most part, I mean, it was very very unhealthy when it for, when the divorce first happened. We were just, you know, um, I think both really broken, and and he actually had a, another girlfriend at the time that was causing some issues between us. So um, now that she's out of the picture, things are a lot better. And we've really worked on just trying to be good friends and and be healthy for the kids. You know, I mean, that's what it really boils down to is if you can't live under a roof together with someone, you need to show them healthy, relate the kids a healthy relationship, you know, outside of living together. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're really both focusing on. And I know, obviously, you're on Marriage Bootcamp with your mom, but did you learn tools to help your relationship with Jim? I learned so many tools on Marriage Bootcamp, and I learned so much about myself. So the reason I am I really love this reality show um, is because they really do focus on not just tearing people down and having all these cat fights and this and that. I mean, of course, they want the drama because that's what reality TV is about, and they want the reactions and the surprise element. But they really care about you as a human and making you 
healthier and happier and just picking out what's going on with you that's that's causing some of the problems. So I just feel like it was, and my mom who's 70 says, oh gosh, she's going to kill me for saying that. She's <laughs> <laughs> about her age, but sorry, mom. Sorry. mom it's coming out now. Um, but so she's 70 and she just, she still calls me like daily or weekly and is like, gosh, that was just such a great experience. And, you know, I love those doctors and they just really helped me. And, you know, so it's, it's all around. I would totally you know, recommend any person who gets the opportunity to go that they go. And in hindsight, Jim and I should have gone. I mean, I, I we definitely needed the help. I don't know that I don't know that all parties involved were willing to put out there in America what was going on, but I was willing to go. <laughs> no, and I'm sure that helped. Then that's great. I'm sure that helped because you were on reality TV before and you were so used to having your relationships examined and to be in a place that was very difficult in front of the viewers and then get past that place too. So I'm sure that experience allowed you to say yes to that. Well, it was just good because I didn't have to have Jim saying that, yes, I could go. It was all me. It was them calling me and saying, Alexis, do you want to come on with another family member? And the first person that popped in mind was my mom because she is one of my best friends and has been, you know, since I became an adult, but we definitely needed, you can see, like we definitely had some things we needed to work on and so I'm just really thankful for the opportunity. Does Jim have a relationship with your boyfriend now? Um, they have definitely met several times and they've gotten past the awkwardness of it. And by the way, boot camp helped me immensely. Like I, I didn't know Drew when I was taking that show or we hadn't even met. We didn't meet until January. But um, and we filmed that in September. But it's helped me with my relationship with him a lot, too, because it's about communication. And he and I just don't fight, like, in a way that's unhealthy. It's just we actually just communicate. It's like, hey, that hurt my feelings. Oh, it did? Oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Okay, that's the end of it. You know what I mean? Kiss and make up, and here you go. So I just think anyone that can work on themselves, you know, it's it's super beneficial for every relationship. Now, I forgot the question you asked. I got on a tangent. <laughs> it's fine. I liked it. I enjoy tangents. <laughs> um, and what about your boyfriend? Obviously, he knew you were on Real Houses of Orange County. Now you're on this show. Is he totally comfortable with, like, seeing your, you know, some of your relationships play out on the, on the show? Okay, there's so many funny things to this story. So when he met me, he had no clue who I was at all. So he goes home the next day or, you know, talks to his friends the next day. And he's like, do you know who you were talking to? Like, do you know who that even is? And he's like, no, her name's Alexis. And so <laughs> then he Googled me and then he's like, oh my gosh, you know, and he couldn't believe it. An icon but, among him. <laughs> no, far from an icon. A C-list celebrity is not an icon. Oh, please <laughs> stop that. <laughs> but he, it's so funny because he's not like he doesn't even have an an Instagram that's public. He's not really in. He's in it for me, but he's not really into the limelight or into reality TV. He has only watched like one Housewives episode, and he's just like, I can't even watch it. Like all those cat fights, like it's just not his. It's not his cup of tea. And so now Barrage Boot Camp is out, and so I'm like, Do you want to watch it? He's like, Not really. <laughs> I, I want I want to know you for you, and I don't care about your TV persona. And you know, like he's just. He's just the greatest. I don't know. <laughs> He's uh, just awesome. Uh, it's great that you have someone in your corner like that. It was such yeah. a tease having you on Real Housewives this season. Is there any chance you can come back in a bigger capacity or as a full-time housewife ever again? Would that interest you? Um, I was offered, and I d said no. I was offered a main role or a friend role, and I just— 
I just feel like at when life last season for the last to the one that just aired um, they're not they're not casting this one quite yet until this I think they said January so I don't know if they're going to call again or not but I honestly don't oh I just don't want the drama again in my life like it's just <clears throat> it's, it's kind of toxic for me because I don't like fighting with girls in that capacity and that's kind of what it's about love Andy Cohen love all the housewives I'm good friends with Emily and Kelly and and they both are begging me. They're like, please come back and this and that. I just think I've turned that chapter. And I also don't know if it would be healthy for, I mean, Drew's going to be in my life for good. So mm -hmm. I don't want to bring that into our relationship. And he's not really the TV kind of guy. So, um, I mean, he's willing to do, he said he'd be willing to do like a marriage show. Like if we get married, he would do that because that's a positive light and that kind of thing. But, and he filmed Below Deck with me, which is coming out in November. Oh, awesome. Um, we chartered the yacht. Yeah. So <laughs> we have a couple of things. So he's kind of into TV, but just not, you know, the, I think it's just a lot of fighting and it's not the right place for me right now. I, I get that. I mean, we would love to have you back, especially because the tides are kind of turning. Like Tamara's kind of, you know, <laughs> things aren't going well for her right now on the show. So it might be your time. Well, it's about time. It's about time <laughs> because that is, <laughs> that's a whole nother discussion that I don't really want to get into. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> fair. Don't get me started on Tamara. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, uh, yeah, no, I can imagine once you see like the shifting tides, Vicky's no longer a housewife. The, the gals, Tamara's not in a power position. It, it could be the prime time for you to come back now that the, the tide has really changed. Yeah, and, and I love that. I support it, and I definitely do another cameo or like a, you know, a one-time or something, but I'm just not, I'm, it's not for me. All right, well, we're not I am in talks with I am in talks with another reality show, and there's a lot of other stuff going on. So, you know, I'm not opposed to doing reality. It's just got to be a good fit for Drew and my family. That makes, family. That we makes a lot of sense. We need you on our TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, you might see me again soon. Well, yeah, you've still got six weeks left of boot camp. Thank God. <laughs> yes, we're grateful for that, and we will definitely watch you when you're on Below Deck, too. Well, thank you so much, Alexis, for hopping on the phone with us today. It's great to catch up with you and to hear about what's going on. It's so good to hear you have such positivity in your life right now, too. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take, you have a great day and thanks for making time for us. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks, guys. Oh my gosh, I loved her, but I'm so sad she's not coming back to her house in Orange County. I mean, I don't think the door is closed. She said no. She yeah, said that was she a, also, that no, never But happened. she also likes reality TV. So I don't, you never know. Well, I don't think the door is closed. She, I don't think the door is closed. She sounded firm about the boyfriend being her life forever, but right. you know, life is, life can hand you odd situations if they aren't together at some point in the future she could always come back yeah sounds like it's limiting for her but ooh I wanted her to go there with Tamara but she was like that's another she conversation about Tamara so well much. I mean all the lawsuit all that messiness yeah right Guys, we've got a couple more things and then we're going to wrap this bad boy up. But hello, the queen is no longer wearing fur. That's exactly right. Yeah. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish Quinn, and read all about it. What do you feel about this? So her dresser, I think it's amazing. Okay, her dresser said that she's no longer going to wear real fur. She has decided that she's going to only wear faux fur because, you know, be kind to animals. Yeah, you can't love your little corgis and then hate all That's the other right. woodland animals. That's right. That's right. 
She's not going to burn the old furs, though, right? I don't think so. Because, no. I mean, I can give them a home. I do I do hope that she might have some sort of estate sale. That would be excellent. That would be fantastic. For charity, maybe. Yeah. That would be great. Will she make Megan and wait in line at the estate sale? Be, Megan would be taking the money. Yes. <laughs> I'd be working the register. Hey, guys, there's one more thing before our final segment I need to touch on. Did you see that Lady Gaga interview where she was talking about how she and Bradley like, worked people up into a frenzy? I thought it was and, sort of amazing. Yeah. She was like, I thought the press is very silly. I mean, we made a love story for me as a performer, as an actress, of course we wanted people to believe that we're in love. Yeah. And we wanted people to feel that love of the Oscars. We wanted to go right through the lens of the camera into every television that was being watched. And well, honey, we believed you. Oh my God. Everyone thought you guys were sleeping together. I was verklempt. That was so hard. Watching the Oscars, it was like, oh my God, I can't believe this. Everyone was like, what about Irina? What about her man? These two clearly have the hots for each other. And that was not case. Or was, or was it? Or was it? That now that everybody's relationships so. have blown up, she wants to pretend that, you know, they were pretending. It's nope. so easy. To, yeah, it's so easy to say we did a good job. Well, that brings us to our last segment today. And guys, we are going to bring back, it's not um, why girls can't rap, but they can write bad poetry. It is, can you cue the track, please? Oh, boy. Who needs books for a creative mind? We don't need facts to leave them behind. For us, Weekly's fairy tale story time. Okay, they threw a track on the back of my singing, but <laughs> it sounds like I'm in the woods with little birds and little bells and little You xylophone. forgot Gwen wasn't here when we started this. Gwen, so welcome. This is a new segment. So this stemmed oh. out of my frustration. People are always like, oh, is it lies? Is it mistruths? Like, how do you report on this? Our work is facts. It's the real truth. Yeah. This Absolutely. is the hard celebrity news. That's right. But I thought, wouldn't it be so fun if we just got to write whatever we wanted and we could just write creative celebrity fiction? So this segment allows us to do this. It's like white girls can't rap, but they can write bad poetry. We will be timed, but you can choose for your subject anything we've talked about today. And then we will read our stories at the end. Mm. If you are ready, let's play the track. We're going to listen to Christina Garibaldi interviewing Dean McDermott and his co-host, Nikki oh Paris, oh about God. Dean McDermott's marriage to Tori Spelling. Enjoy it while we write down our fairy tale <laughs> stories. You're doing great. How would you say your, the, your marriage at this point is? Is it the best it's ever been? It is the best it's ever been. Yeah. Without a doubt, it's the best How it's come? ever been. Because we've been through so much together. Mm-hmm. You know, we've grown so much together. Um, you know, there's ups and downs. And, you know, there was a big down. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, we worked through that and just made the love we had for each other stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, we were just talking about it today on a podcast. It was like when that happened, um, the love never went away. Mm-hmm. You know, there was anger and hurt, but the love never went away. So we just built on top of that love. So at this point, it's just, it's the best it's ever been. Sure. Really yeah. Is. No, that's, that's so good to hear. And you I'm, should yeah. see the sexual tension between them. <laughs> Still after all these years after and all, all these, these kids. Years. Oh yeah. I think yeah. the tensions would start of the fires in LA. <laughs> it could be. Could be. be. Yeah. It could be. I mean, she did say on your podcast that monogamy is hard. Do you agree with that still? Or do you think that now, because you're in the best place that's ever been, it just comes easy? That's a really good question. Um, and is is monogamy, if she was, you know, I should ask her about that. Because is mm-hmm. monogamy hard from the sense that I want to be with other people, but I don't? Or it's just hard in general just to stay with one person? Yeah. Um, naturally. Um, or is monogamy hard because you have ups and downs and you mm-hmm. have to communicate. And when right. there's an issue, you have to talk about it mm-hmm. or it's just going to fester and get worse. Right. So 
In a, I guess it is. In a nutshell, yeah, monogamy is hard yeah. for, um, I guess, several reasons. A numerous, yeah, numerous reasons. reasons for, mm-hmm. you know, wanting that initial, that 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 lust or that, that we have sort of intrinsically built into us. I mean, yeah. men are like, we need to spread our seed everywhere. And it's, <laughs> right. and it's, you know, it's in our DNA for, you know, millions of years. So there's that. But then there's also, you know, oh, God, this relationship is work. Mm-hmm. And it is. Yeah. Every relationship's work. And, and when you get to that point, you can't bail. You mm-hmm. got you to gotta knuckle under and work it out. Yeah. Okay. Are we ready, Travis? You better put down that pen, Sarah. Here on Us Weekly's Fairy Tale Story Time, <laughs> kick it off with your tale. So this is just the beginning. I feel like there's so much more to come, but I wasn't exactly sure where I wanted to go, but I'm just really here for this idea. Mm-hmm. So after some time away from reality TV, Alexis Bellino and Janelle Evans decide to join the cast of Real Housewives of Orange County. Oh. <laughs> they team up no. and they take down the Trace Amigos with the help of Kelly Dodd and Emily Simpson by revealing secrets that Alexis has kept for all these years. Oh, That's all I got. Short and oh. sweet. Just Gwen, putting the idea out Gwen there. Gwen Flamberg, wow. take it away. You don't have to write a haiku this week, but go ahead. It's not a Queen haiku. Elizabeth is no longer wearing fur, and she's no longer wearing diamonds either. <gasps> Forget the tiaras. It's over. So, Meghan Markle, a.k.a. the Duchess of Sussex, will host a flash sale on The Real Real for charity <laughs> with all proceeds going to the UK Corgi Rescue Association. Oh, well, that wow. was very good. I, mean, I really that wish it was, was true. So me too. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Step by step, <clears throat> I'm every woman. Are you, okay, are oh, you sorry. <laughs> I didn't see someone else in here. The ghost of Whitney Houston was nervous for the day. It was hard enough to get ordained as a minister as a paranormal spirit. But now, officiating Kristen Stewart's wedding, the Twilight Girl, <laughs> Whitney was grateful Mama Jo Chris Jenner had convinced her to do it. And even more grateful that little Hayden Panettiere Heroes girl brought her back from the dead. I mean, you did wow. a mashup. Can I ask you a step by step reference? It's one of her songs, Step by oh. Step, Bit by Bit. Oh, I was thinking of like Step by Step, the no, TV sitcom. No, no, no. Okay. Travis. <laughs> Miley and Liam. They were terrified when they unfollowed each other. It felt so official, and they decided they didn't want to be without each other. Miley Cyrus shoved Cody Simpson into a pool, and Liam double-kissed Madison double Ds and jumped on an ATV. (laughs) They both rode ATVs through the Tennessee mountains before seeing each other in a clearing, embraced, and then both levitated together into the skies as the climb played. Oh my gosh, there was I magic. I can almost there see it. There was erotica. It. Yes. That was really That was sort of like, like, Isn't it really like the 50 Shades of Grey Lady. Yeah. Like taking, <laughs> taking Twilight fan fiction I was the actually Hunger Games inspired. Oh, sorry. Our apologies. Yeah. Action-packed episode. It's true. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Hot Hollywood Podcast. Please like our podcast. Leave us five stars. Leave us a comment if there's something we haven't talked about. Please let us know. Or you can find us on social media. Mr. Brody Brown. And we That's will her and we're all under hey Jeff hey we're all there at Gwen Beauty That's or Gwen smart. underscore us beauty and you can on of Twitter. course find us again here next week on the Hollywood podcast thanks for joining us guys 